This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3089 for Thursday the 4th of June 2020. Today's show is entitled For My Entertainment. It is hosted by Archer72 and is about 7 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is how I have my file server and media center put together. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi, this is Archer72, and I'd like to thank HPR for providing the servers to record to. Welcome to HackerPunk Radio. I'm calling this one for my entertainment. I have a file server that's running Slackware current version on Pi 4. I wanted to make movies and TV shows easily accessible on the TV without using DVD or Blu-ray. It would give my wife and I a chance to sit and watch a show without much fuss. The latest show we are on is Sue Thomas FBI. The main character, Sue, has been deaf from about the age of four years. She is now adept at reading lips and learning to speak, despite being deaf. So that gets her in the FBI and gets her some work. As far as the hardware, uh, the hardware, the Pi 2 is enclosed and stripped out power supply that had died on me as at one point. The fan still works, so I wired it into the Pi on the 5-volt line, so it runs about half the speed it was designed for. But that makes it almost silent. With the heat sinks added, it stays around 35 Celsius when idle, and 50 Celsius when encoding video. Other networking, I have both Pi's connected via Ethernet. One is on 192.168.2.5 with a gateway of 192.168.2.6 with the other just swapped on the opposite. So it's essentially a crossover network. The reason for this is running Kodi on Pi 4 I had tried and I had choppy video but is better at running video coding. So I linked it to the Pi 3 running Kodi via SamaShare on the Pi 4. I found out I could use OSMC, which is Open Source Media Center, for the Kodi interface. It was a lot more stable on the Pi 3, and it booted right in the Kodi interface, which is something I was looking for. And I'll leave a link to download the image in the show notes. I did LSBLK, which lists block devices, and uh, DD with status equals progress with the input file of the image, output file of what we saw in the block device.
installing Slackware is a little bit more complex, but not too much. I made a slack arm mount point and mounted the uh, device that had the Slackware sources onto that mount point and CD into it. And then there's a command that's shown on the website about uh, doing it on R-Sync to get the, the sources from the FTP site. And the, the site is called Fat Dog, and it says don't forget the period at the end of the rsync command or it won't work. I also made a directory called extras under that slack arm that I just put the new sources into. And that that's under the, that slack arm directory. Um, what I put in that directory for the for the extras was the uh, system packages that are shown on the show notes. After getting all my sources and extras, then I can boot up the mini root with uh, an extra SD card, uh, with a, which is what I intend to put uh, Slackware onto. And after mounting that, that second SD card, you list it by the LSBLK command again. And, and in most cases, it should show dev MMC BLK0 as the partition that you want to run the CF disk on. Mine in particular ran about a on the P1 portion of it, partition of it, I had put 150 megs. Um, because I had a 4 gig uh, RAM, I put the partition 2 as 4 gigs. And then after I exited out of CF disk, I run and I make fs.vfat on the partition 1 to get a uh, FAT32 partition and make swap mkswap on the partition 2. From there it's just a matter of running the installer and picking where you want uh, your swap to be and where you want the uh, what partition do you want the slackware put onto and then And then from there, just let it run its course, and it takes an hour or two. So you just want to go get a coffee and uh, and configure Samba later. I put a few, a little bit of an example of how I did it, and um, with that particular uh, OSMC. I had problems with it staying connected to the Wi-Fi network or automatically connected when it booted. So I ran, wrote a mini little script to connect it to the network and then wrote a systemd file to start it automatically on boot.
that's about all I did. This has been Archer72. Thank you for listening. Remember to support free software. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.